We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hello and welcome to a special mini-sode of Yield Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today is Dom from the Horror House, True Crime, and the Macabre Podcast, And before we begin, I'd like to give him the opportunity to tell us a little more about himself and his show before we start the game. Hello, ye old crime listeners. I am Dom, as Lindsay said. I am the host of Horror House True Crime and the Macabre. A little bit about me. I am a stressed final year university student who is crawling his way over over the finish line at the moment. (laughs) Dissertations and final projects and all that good stuff and yeah as for the podcast it is a weekly bracket termed as weekly as can be when I work part-time and I study full-time weekly podcast that is all about true crime and the macabre so if it's if it's a bit weird if it's a bit grim if it's a bit dark then you'll probably find it I'm branching out into some more different areas so soon i'll start to do some more paranormal stuff i did a big cult episode about heaven's gate a few weeks ago which was amazing that sounds really bad because a lot of i listened died. to it it was um, good <laughs> yeah it was cults are oh cults are just yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> interesting interesting subject and i'm going to start doing some more unexplained stuff some more classic cases as well, which I'll be discussing later with Linz. Little little uh, little teaser, <laughs> and and yeah, that is that is pretty much me and my little podcast. Awesome! Well, I appreciate you coming on. Oh no, thank you for inviting me. So, what sort of got you interested in doing a podcast? So it it's kind of funny. Before I started Horror House, I didn't really have that much of an interest in podcasts. I never really listened to them. I never really, you know, looked at them. It was, I did a podcast for a second year assignment and I did pretty well. I got a 2-1, which, you know, if you're, whoever for whoever's unaware of how the uni grading system in the UK goes, a 2-1 is a second class mark and it's just one below the, the top, top mark that you can get so I was quite happy with that oh good I was like two marks off of a first class mark and that's the best mark that you can get so I I was quite happy with that and that sort of got me listening to them listening to them a little bit more but I still didn't really have much of an interest to do my own I was it, it didn't really light anything inside and then we as part of one of my university modules, we have we had a, a module that focuses on sort of career post-university, so a career in the creative industry, whether that's film, whether that's television, whether that's radio, which is what I study, film, radio, and television. 
And one of the guest speakers was asked because of all the lockdowns in the UK and Corona and companies going, we're not going to offer work experience at the moment. So it means that like two or three years worth of graduating classes aren't going to get much, if any, work experience. And sure. in the creative industry, obviously, you need work experience. You can yep. get the best grade you can get, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, that is just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You need experience. So he was asked, what can you recommend doing in place of that? And his response was sort of he, instead of looking at work experience as a be all end all, what he was starting to do was go, it was asking people, what have you done? outside of uni that you can tell me about have you edited a short film have you shot a short film you know because everyone knows that phone cameras are like can shoot 4k video now or mm-hmm. 8k video now there's you don't need to spend hundreds and hundreds of pounds or dollars mm-hmm. on you know fancy cameras so that sort of got me thinking why why don't i look at doing something and I didn't do the podcast straight away. It wasn't until I started my final year. So October last year is when I started the podcast. So yeah, it was it was partly because it's something that I can tell people that I've done off my own back. Mm-hmm. It was partly because I started to get an interest in podcasts through, you know, purely by listening to them and I started to enjoy them. And I started to listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. So I was like, you know, why don't you look at starting your own? And I thought it was going to be a massively complicated process. I thought mm-hmm. that it was it was going to be so hard. But you know, all you need, all you need, obviously, is a microphone, a laptop, and some editing software. Whether that's mm-hmm. Audition, whether funny, funny side note. Whenever I tell people I edit on Audition, it blows their mind. I use Audition too. <laughs> how how do you know how to do it? And I'm like, well, I'll admit, for like the first month, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just <laughs> hitting buttons and hoping that I was doing the right thing but yeah and I was like why don't you start your own so so I did I did probably a month of sort of planning and I got my microphone and I outlined a few episodes and dived in so yeah it was partly it was partly uni uni fueled partly I can put this on my CV if I go for a creative industry job Mm -hmm. and if I want to work in radio I can say, look, this is what I do off my own back. So yeah, that's how that came about, really. Cool. So as the title of your podcast implies, you d- you cover true crime and macabre cases slash mm-hmm. other genres that you're branching into. Which would you say is like your favorite? Oh, 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 oh that's a really good question. So I I've only done one paranormal episode which was fun. Uh, don't get like it was it was a blast. I, I that was a collab with Jenna and Danielle from uh, did not need to know, which was really, really fun. I've done mainly true crime, a few unexplained stuff, a few unsolved little episodes. So Heaven's Gate was was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The episode about Action Park was researching that was hilarious. Because <laughs> I, that was Every every sort of every like ninety percent of what I what I've read about it was just obscene. It was just like yeah, this they you know they designed a slide that they sent test test uh, dummies down and it like dismembered them and they came out without <laughs> heads and like 
you know, and some of the pictures I saw of, of some of the slides that they designed. And I was just like, only in the 80s could you like build this park, which has no safety sort of regulations. The water, not only the water rides, but the other attractions in the non-water park area of Action Park, like they were all operated by like people who are like 14, like... <laughs> And who care a lot drinking, about safety? Like underage drinking was not even frowned upon. It was actually quite encouraged. And that was that was a load of fun. If it if you haven't seen anything about Action Park Lindsay, please research it because it is a hoot of a time. And I would say that true crime is probably what I enjoy doing most. I mean, that sounds really bad because I've done some really bad cases like William Bonin and Randy Kraft who were just horrendous people but I don't know what it is about true crime I just find it really really interesting it's kind of like a car crash Mm -hmm. that you shouldn't really look at but you can't help like you just can't look away from it yeah so so probably true crime I've I've done some a few big hitters I haven't gone into the Bundys or the Ramirez or the Kempers Mm -hmm. or the Geens or you know the btks of the world but you know randy craft is quite a well-known one obviously bonin is quite a well-known one catherine knight was something mm-hmm. for anyone who knows about catherine knight you know what i'm talking about if you know mm-hmm. you know so yeah probably true crime is is what i enjoy doing the most but you know i'm i've done a few unsolved cases like johnny gosh that was quite yep. an early one so that was interesting. And the Icebox murders, that was a really interesting one because obviously that's never been solved. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, true crime is what I love and, and unexplained stuff as well interests me. Paranormal stuff interests me. So it all does. But if I had to be like, what is a favorite topic? It's got to be true crime because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just a bit of a sick puppy, I guess. <laughs> well, and I get what you mean about it. Like it's... It's not so much the crime itself where you're like, I love everything about this because nine times out of 10, they're just awful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more learning about how someone could do something so awful and like the idea that someone could do something so awful. I think that's more of the, the interesting part of it is just hearing and learning about how far some people will go and how depraved some people are. Yes. Like, it's just something that a normal person would never have thought about doing. You know, I think yeah. that's kind of what the the interest is. Oh, 100%. Not so much like, oh, I'm learning things. I'm taking notes. Like, these are things that I'm yeah. going to go out and do myself. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, 100%. It's so my interest in true crime isn't I like the people or, you know, <laughs> I, I I want some tips on, like, how I can go in you know kill 20 people and get away with it it's you know why do they do what they do mm-hmm. i would love to get inside the brain of a serial killer and just pick it apart and go why did you do it what led you to it what happened in your childhood that made you turn out who you are mm-hmm. and the psychology of it is is probably what fascinates me most mm-hmm. you know and i don't do a true crime podcast because you know i want to I want to, you know, write a letter to BTK and be like, you know, can we, can we talk and, yep. you know, get to know each other. 
it's you know just why why do they do what they do and in a in a really morbid way I like to sort of tell people about these people because I suppose like I have a I have a really morbid curiosity I'll admit that mm-hmm. Same. and I think a lot of people do I think people for whatever reason are just sort of interested in stuff that is that is a bit morbid I don't know why <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but you know I I am too so so yeah definitely it's it's the the why did you do it and the what caused you to do it mm-hmm. that's what that's what interests me mm-hmm. so last question what episode has been your favorite so far or what episode would you recommend our listeners check out first oh so the Catherine Knight episode I would I would say for people to listen to uh, I won't spoil anything but it's bonkers it's it's madness and if if you've already got sort of a, a a basic knowledge of Catherine and obviously what she did you will know how insane it is the the Heaven's Gate cult episode I would I would recommend it's it's a longer one it's a it's around about two hours but if you take out if you take out what happened at the end of that cult sort of the things leading up to it were are, are some of the most insane things in the world mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to I don't want to sort of spoil anything but there's a part that had me dying during the episode I I I was crying with laughter not in anything not at anything of the bad stuff but just the absolutely obscene the cult stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just madness mm-hmm. I did an early episode which was about middle-aged torture that was quite interesting that's such a tough question I know the action park episode is is one that I I would definitely recommend Dorothea Puente that episode was quite interesting old unassuming sweet old grandma Dorothea who was a pillar of society mm-hmm. and was <laughs> such a noble woman that was that was an interesting one so those ones are I would say a, a good listen and then you know I'm sure you'll find others as well that you that you enjoy but those those are a few a few of my a few of my ones that stand out awesome just don't listen to my first episode because it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it back or like a little bit of it back the other day. And I was like, oh my God, that's so bad. <laughs> but we all have to start somewhere. You know, like it's, <laughs> that is true. It's a that learning process. Well, hello, I'm Dom and I'm the host of Horror House, True Crime and the Macabre. Horror House, True Crime and the Macabre is a delectable delight of True Crime and the Macabre sprinkled with just the right amount of that dry British humour. Horror House can be found anywhere that you listen to podcasts and is on Instagram at Twitter at horrorhouse underscore pod and on Facebook at horrorhousepod. Episodes are released weekly on a Friday or as weekly as studying full-time and working part-time allows. So why don't you make a brew and come join me as I weave tales of horror and discomfort. Until next time, stay spooky. All right. Are you ready for some Victorian slang terms? I am. All right. I am.
So your first term is pick thank. A pick thank. Oh my lord. Could you repeat the word, please? <laughs> pick thank. So like P-I-C-K and then thank, like thank you. Okay. Pick thank. See, I wanna like this is I wanna I wanna say like is it it I wanna say it's something to do with appreciation only because of the word thank at the end. Thank, I I I could not say, I could not say. <laughs> All right, a pick thank is someone who spreads malicious rumors in order to curry favor. Oh no, it's like a Victorian frenemy. Oh yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, like Janet is a pick thank. <laughs> Don't trust God Janet damn it, with anything. Janet. <laughs> <laughs> There's never a good thing about a Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Janet always some, seems to have bad things attached to her. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> Avoid Janets at all costs. Avoid. Yeah. They might take you to a, a castle. <laughs> and you just, yeah, don't just, just avoid Janets. Yep. Avoid, especially when they're spreading rumors about you. Exactly. Don't do that. <laughs> so your second term is blinker blinker the first thing that's coming to mind on that one is like some sort of i don't know some sort of like night watch person like like someone who would just sort of like sort of be like a secure like a victorian security person you know late at night they would sort of be in specific uh, specific areas <laughs> and if there was a crime they would signify by blinking which out loud <laughs> sounds so fucking stupid <laughs> blink 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 blink, blink. Yeah. <laughs> that's their like secret agent signal <laughs> blink blink three times quickly if something happens <laughs> and then it's dark and no one sees it <laughs> <laughs> a blinker Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I really don't. A blinker is a black eye. Oh, that makes so much sense. I'm pretty sure I've even heard that used like before. I've heard that used before. I'm sure. I'm sure I've heard a black eye referred to as a blinker. Like someone's been like, oh, you've got a really, you've got a big old blinker. I'm sure I've heard like that, that term before. And that's just never clicked. Wow, I was, I I was not, I was in like an entirely different continent in my in my assumption. <laughs> <laughs> I like your version better, though. I I was <laughs> I was in twenty twenty two with my guess, <laughs> like, not in eighteen whatever. <laughs> I like your. Oh wow, better. I am zero for two. <laughs> Please don't tell me I'm the worst performing person at this. You're actually in the majority of people, and not very many people get them right. So, so you so you did great. You oh, did great. <laughs> <laughs> has has anyone got two out of two yet? No, I haven't had a single person get two out of two wow. yet, and this will be my thirty sixth interview. <laughs> so wowzer, wowzer! You're you're going to have someone on who is going to get two out of two. And you're just going to be like, oh, my God, 
I'm, my mind is blown. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to even, I don't even know what I'm going to do when that day comes. <laughs> like I'm going to have to think of some sort of prize to send them for being so knowledgeable. And I have no idea what that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you even, could you continue the segment after someone gets two out of two? That's the question. I know. It's like, do I have to hang is that my the hat? You, like, yeah. Is that the peak of cramp word? Yeah. Am I going to have to <laughs> just like get rid of the cramp words altogether if someone gets it? Like you won. You won the show. I you can't won do the it anymore. Show. <laughs> the, show, the show is yours. Do with it as you will. Yep. I'm going <laughs> to hand it over. <laughs> well, I would like to thank Dom for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramp Word? And before we go, can you tell our listeners when new episodes of your podcast drop and where they can find you on social? Yes. So new episodes drop on Fridays. There might be occasional sort of feed drops from other podcasts as well. I've got Horror House episodes drop on a Friday. I am on all good podcasting apps, all good podcasting apps. I've always thought that was a really <laughs> weird way to phrase it. Like not that any <laughs> podcast app is not good. <laughs> like, I don't want to single out a podcast app. But you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, you know, all of the other podcast apps that you can think of, uh, I'll be there. And you can find the podcasts on Instagram and on Twitter. The username is at horrorhouse underscore pod. Well, on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime. Bye.